spreading number love all across the globe. It's the Vibe Show. I'm your host, Kano the Don, the Vibe King. And tonight we have a pioneer joining us on the show today. You guys are in for a treat, man. I'm talking about hip-hop artist, legend, and member of Flip Mode Squad, the one and only Rampage. What's good, King? What up, bro? What's the word? Oh, man, you are the word, man. Sizzling and blazing and still killing these joints out here, man. You the word, brother. Thank you, my dude. Hey, man, I want to um, thank you, too, for taking time out of your busy schedule, man. I know you have so much stuff going on just to hang out with us for a little while, man, for me and the Vibe team. We just want to say thank you, bro. Nah, man, salute y'all for having me. Big up to MJ for putting this together, my publishers. Big up to Money Green Marshay and big up to you for having me, man. Let's get it. Thank you so much, man. Now, let's let's dive into this. Now, you originally from um originally from Brooklyn, New York, right? I'm from Fla- I'm from Flatbush, Brooklyn. Flatbush, Brooklyn. Iconic, man. You know what I mean? I mean some heavy hitters come out of Flatbush, I'm telling you. Now, I, this is what I was wondering too. Now, are you um a hundred percent Jamaican, or are you half Jamaican, or I'm, 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 my family is Jamaican. I'm half, half so Jamaican. Okay. Born in the, I was born in um in Brooklyn, in Kings County Hospital, the borough of the Kings, in, in in Brooklyn, New York. Right, and 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 I asked that too because like um a lot of your sounds and um your music, you know, kind of reflects that. A little bit, and I noticed that you always incorporate, you know, your roots into your music, and I think that's another thing that kind of made you unique and always separated you from a lot of other artists that uh, came out of New York. So I always wondered that and thought that that was very unique the way you um, incorporated that that sound into it. Right. That was dope. Now, um, thank you so much. Absolutely, man. Like, like I say, I, I've always, I've always been a fan. And and you've always been like um, original artist to me. You never um, followed trends. Always been a standout artist, and always delivered um, amazing content. So I've always been a fan for quite some time. So this one right here is real special to me to be able to um, interview somebody and cover somebody that that I, I, I truly am a fan of and I admire a lot, man. Salute, man. Salute, King. I gotta salute you on that. Thank you. So, first record deal, 92, on Rowdy. Um, our, uh, Eric, big up Eric, to, so, 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 I want to say big up to R.I.P. Claude Austin and big up to Dallas Austin. Absolutely, they, man. They're the ones that made that deal happen for me in 92 and Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes' first um, label deal was with uh, Rowdy and Alistair and, and Dallas Austin. And I had, I had the honor to work with um, the producer extraordinaire for a couple of years. He's a great dude and big up to his brother Claude R.I.P. And I learned a lot, you know, being living in Atlanta for a minute with Dallas Boston. I learned a lot about the the music game, you know what I'm saying? Right. Being part of the music game and putting my first record out, which is called Beware of the Ramsack. Right. And, you know, um, that was my first single ever, and that was like the first record ever out of the whole flip mode camp to put out a record first. So Man. I'm the first one to put out a record first from my own camp. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I'm just, you know, salute to Buster Rhymes for, like, always believing in me. That's my first cousin, and that's my big brother. And he also taught me the game as well. So I'm, I'm learning from Dallas Austin. I'm learning from Buster Rhymes. I'm learning, I'm learning from guys like Hank Shockley, which is my mentor, who put me in the game to ghostwrite for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? I had that debate with somebody, man. I was like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Ramp writes for a lot of people and have wrote a lot of hits, man. He was like, man, I'm telling you. Nah. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you this. And now you just confirmed that right there. I knew that. Now, before we jump into um, the whole ghostwriting aspect, I want to ask you too because you touched on that and, and touched on a few things that I was going to ask you. Um, before before you um, 
decided to make uh, hip hop a career. Right. What 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 were you doing before that? Or was or was music always the vision and always uh, the direction that you were heading in at a younger age? Well, at a younger age, you know, I was in I was in Brooklyn, you know, um, and they would say crooked. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I was doing anything to make ends meet. You know what I'm saying? I was just a kid, a kitty from the city, a kid from the block. Either you shoot a wicked jump shot or you hustling. Or, right. or, or, you know, as a young kid, I was packing bags. Right. You know what I'm saying? At the med pools, I was packing bags for the neighborhood. I would wake up in the morning with my cousin Kareem and we would go pack bags, make $100 a day in quarters. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, was, I was that kid. You know what I'm saying? Brooklyn kid on the block, playing Skelly on the block, going around the corner. My cousin Buster Rhymes, who's, who lived around the block from me, you know, had a had a box radio. We in front of his house listening to old battle tapes, Spoonie G versus Busy B. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Versus Spoonie G. We was listening to all those type of tapes growing up as kids. You know what I'm saying? My cousin Buster really put the pack in my fire because he had all those tapes we would listen to while we playing Skelly on the block to this small radio that he had. Right. And, you know, that was a big influence on my life. My father was playing guitar. My uncle Brian was playing bass. And then, then you know, I had a, another uncle named Ray who, who played drums. And me and Buster used to slide under this door to go check my uncle Brian because he had a lot of studio equipment. And he had a lot of, you know, electronic guitar. Buster knows how to play drums. I played a little bit of guitar. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we come from them... We come from them type of backgrounds where you know, you know, Buster's really dope on drums. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. If I if I if I if I study a long time on playing something, I could play. It. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We come from them backgrounds, a, a musical background. So, you know, my uncle and my and my father was like a heavy influence on us. And you know, Buster just took it to the next level. Then I just took it to the next level by following him. So again. You know, affiliation is a, a mofo, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And, but I tell anybody, man, when you do this music business, you got to have the patience. If you don't have the patience and the time, you don't need to do it. Yeah. Sit. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a fact, you know, and I, and I think that, that that's pretty much with anything that, that um, you're trying to do. If, if you're trying to, to have longevity success with it, it's definitely going to mm-hmm. take a lot of, time a lot of effort and like you say most definitely patience because you know anything that happens overnight we already know that that's not gonna last long right so you know you just you just gotta you just gotta be persistent with it man you gotta be persistent with your passion i'm very persistent with my passion i listen and i learn i'm a learner you know what i'm saying you gotta learn you know what i'm saying you're never too you're never too young to learn. You're never too old to learn. You, you know, when you get older, you get wiser. You know right. what I mean? So again, I'm sitting there soaking up all this game and all this music music game. Now I can apply it the right way because I got the experience. Right. That's what, what a lot of these artists lack. They lack the experience. They think you're supposed to jump in the game and do it and get it easy. But when it don't happen, then they want to blame the manager, the label. They want to blame everybody. No. You gotta blame yourself. You know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, right. you have to blame yourself. You know what I'm saying. Right. You have to take responsibility of your music career. If this is something that you want to do, or if this is something that you know that that's a passion of yours. When it's a passion, it'll show how much work you put in. I put right. in a lot of work, man. I've been on records with a lot of people. Oh, I've we. Been, I've been networking with a lot of people for many, many years, and remember, relationships are worth more than money. Exactly, and and that's why I said hip hop legend for the ones that don't know the grind and all of the work that's been put in. That's why I say it's a different type of respect, you know, because I I I remember, you know, jamming to all of y'all stuff. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just a different type of vibe, and it was a different type of vibe back then too. You know what I'm saying? As far as the entertainment business and and that that particular era to me, that era was special. Right. Has it always been Rampage? 
or was it another name before that? No, nah, man, it's, it's always been, um, hmm, that's funny. I used to go by the name of Roger D. Hmm. I changed it to, um, and Buster gave me the name Rampage Buster and Batchman, which is another cousin of mine who produced Wild to the Night. Oh, really? that name Roger Rampage. So that's the name that I stuck by because I was always aggressive and I was always rampaging things. Yeah. Okay. Was it, was, was it, um... At, at at what at what point did you um really start developing your skills um on the mic? Were you were you more of a battle 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 type cat back then or was yeah, it always the pen? Um, I used to battle a lot back in the days. You know, I had I had this dude, you know, I had to, I had this dude around my area, you know, who's a great friend of mine who I used to see every 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 couple of days running around with a profile jacket, a guy by the name of Special Ed. Uh-oh. You know, I used to battle Special Ed a lot. What? And me and a couple of my homies, we would just try to just battle this dude, but he was on already. Yeah. This, this could be, this is like 87, 88, 89. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he was on top then, and, you know, he, he, was a, he lived right around the block from me. You used to see him all the time. We had a lot of mutual friends together, but, you know, they used to call me Roger Rabbit on the block. He used to call me Roger Rabbit, but, you know, we battled a couple of times, and I battled a lot of people. Yeah, I was one of those battle dudes. I was the lyrical lieutenant. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, being battling and going against MCs and different MCs from the neighborhood and, you know, me and my guy, uh, Phantasm, from the Cellar Dwellers, he was there. We were battling. You know what I'm saying? Me, him, and my homeboy, Bayham, we would just battle. We would just be in the hallway, freestyling, doing what we do. You know what I'm saying? Shopping up my dot. Every time I see Special Ed, I'd be just, I'd be just trying to battle. Right. He'll tell you that. Like, you could you could see that on the unsung. His unsung. I, we tell you that. <laughs> Man, that is, that's, that's dope. How, how, this is what I, I want to ask you this, too. How... How were you able to make the transition from a battle rapper to 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 becoming industry and seasoned? Because a lot of battle rappers hadn't been able to do that and have a career. Because, so basically, it's a transition of how do you go from battle rap to making street records? Now, for those that didn't understand the lingo you just said, so I, I put it in them text. Right. So when you when you're around so many dope-ass MCs in the game, and they're making beautiful type of records like ready records, street records for the radio when it's not for the records. You just got to be yourself. That's number one. Number one, you have to be yourself. Right. And you have to be comfortable with yourself. It's always feelings involved. It's a feeling, you know, right. that you get. So let me give you an example. Me, waking, me making wild for the night. My process of making wild for the night was there was this club called The Tunnel. And Funk Master Flex was the DJ. He would play everything that's hot in the city. So for a couple of weeks, I would just go to The Tunnel and everybody in the, in the music business would go to The Tunnel to see all the records that was hot in the streets. Boom. I was listening to Shook Ones. Right. I ain't put out wild for the night yet, but I was listening to Shook Ones. Then I was listening to Wu-Tang. Niggas on the left, ratchet to death. Hoods on the right, wild for the night. Then next, you know, I'm listening to that. I'm listening to Biggie. I'm listening to all these type of records. So I put myself in the zone where I wanted to make records like those. Yeah. That was me, but it was street, but it was edgy, but it was crossover. Right, right. So... I made them. I made that record by listening to everybody else's shit. So I just imagine if I was on those records, then what would I do if I was on those records? So it was just the feeling. The feeling right. how those records made me feel, I, I made wild for the night. That's how you developed that, okay. Yeah. That's dope. And it worked out for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A huge, huge record. Huge. Yeah, so then I put out Take It to the Street. It was huge for me. Then I jumped on Flavor in Your Air Remix. It was huge for me. Then I jumped on Woo Ha. It was huge for me. Then I jumped on um, 
my my first record, uh, 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 Beware the Ramsack, it was huge for me. These are underground street records that was huge for me, that was working for me, so I kept, you know, when you keep throwing rocks at the throne, what happens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta find your own way. You know what I'm saying? Being with Flip Mode, it was successful for me. Being on Busta Rhymes albums, it was successful for me. Doing songs like Abandoned Ship was a success. Being a part of being a part of Wuha was a success. These are records that I'm naming that was edgy, but they all crossed over. Right. And right. then guess what? Today I'm a legend. Exactly. And I'm still moving. I'm a living legend, and I'm still moving forward. Like, you know, it's a feeling thing. And I'm still making heat joints, because I know you got a few new heat joints for me. Yes. So we're going to get it cracking. Man, what 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 keeps you still inspired and and still creative after all these years? You keep those creative juices still flowing like that. Like what what keeps you inspired? What keeps me inspired is the the '90s hip hop keeps me inspired. When I'm working out in the gym, that's all I listen to is 90s hip-hop. Right. That type of music keeps me inspired. Cats that spitting bars like Conway and, and all these guys, they inspire me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cats like Jay-Z, Jay-Z inspires, inspire me. Cats like Nas inspire me. Busta Rhymes inspire me. Uh, you know, Chuck D, he's in, he inspired me. Uh, Flavor Flavor inspires me. Like, every real MC that's just doing it still inspires me. 50 Cent inspires me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, like, these are, these are MCs that I'm saying that will never go away and never play out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That inspires me. Business of the game inspires me. Me still spitting bars talking to you, that inspires me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... Just to be able to go in my studio right now and make 20 records, that inspires me. I don't write nothing down. Biggie inspires me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so, and and all that, that history. That me gives me the energy to bust moves. Yeah. To make records. To keep happy. You know what I'm saying? The music the music saved my life. And all this music and I'm talking about all these people, I'm talking about saved my life because I could have been another one of those kids that wasn't inspired, that could be in the ground right now. Absolutely. So music kind of saved, this This hip-hop saved my life. Would, would you say that, um, if you can say one thing about the game then and the game now, um, that, that, that you wish was different, what would that be? It would be no mumble rap if it was up to me. Right. The game will be judged on skill. Right. At what point did you, you do you think that 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 changed? Do you think when 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 um I think it I, I think it changed. Mm. I think it changed when Biggie and Bone Thugs did that record. Hmm. I think it changed when guys like Outkast, great group, inspiring, my homeboys, um, those type of records are a uh, uh, crucial conflict. I want to say, I think they're from Detroit. I think records like those three records I'm saying kind of changed the way for a lot of people to do that type of music. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's hip hop first. You know what I'm saying? For right. the people. And, I, and notice that I'm saying all these three artists, but you can hear them clearly, but it's not mumble. Right. You understand? Absolutely. Now they mumbling on this this thing. So it's like pretty much they're getting it easy. Plus, it confuses the consumers. You know what I'm saying? Some got to play the mumble rap, some don't. I don't. I listen to the mumble rap for the energy of it, because sometimes certain dudes that comes with this mumble rap flow has a different energy. Then you see people are reciting the rhymes over and over and over. Not saying that it's a dope content, 
not saying it's good content, it's just energy. Now, of the, the, of the mumble rap, I don't condone it. I don't do it. That's not for me. But for kids that's coming up and kids that's listening to it, that's for them. Think about it. Right. When, you, when our moms and them was listening to Marvin Gaye and all that, when they was coming up. So every, every, every couple of years, there's music changes. And right. I don't condone the mumble rap, but I don't knock it. What I, what I do is I, le- I learn off of his energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, oh, this is why he did that. Oh, okay. I understand. I see where he's going with it. So I'll listen to some mumble rap stuff, and then I'll just start developing new styles, and I'll just start rhyming on whatever beat I can rhyme on. Once an MC, always a dope MC. Absolutely. You know? So <clears throat> I just don't. That's something that I don't really, you know, I don't really do. That's not what I do, but I like its energy. And its energy is what inspires me to do with everything that I'm doing. Right. If you could understand. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you think that it, do you think that you say that the music shifts every so often? Um, do you think that it's it going to... No, no, no. Not every so often. Every couple of days the music shifts. <laughs> right. Every couple of days there's somebody putting out something new. Yeah. Every day. Somebody new. Classic. Southie. East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, Dirty South, overseas, somebody's putting out new music. What I like about it is streaming. I love streaming because you can put it out right now, today, within 24 hours. I like that. Okay, but let me ask you this. With that being said, though, with, with, with it being a speedier process, but but do you still, because I, because, like, really, like, going through the development i just think that the reason why the music that you guys put out because you come from that boot camp era to where things was done a certain type of way you went through the trenches you went through the development process you went through the process to make sure that the project and everything from the rollout to the album everything had meaning man everything everything Right. We was excited to get the you, you didn't you was excited to get the the artwork because Rampage right. is a Rampage is his own individual. He's right. different. He's going. You feel what I'm saying? Like you're going to give right. the fans like the artwork. Everything's important. Like every element, taking the plastic off that CD, opening it up, flipping it up, seeing the different artwork, the different pictures, the whole nine. Everything has some type of meaning to it, and you had an right. intricate part that you played into every phase of the rollout of this particular project that's coming out. I think that it was, it was way more special than, yeah, I understand the digital stuff, the streaming. That's cool. That's, that's great. I know what you said. I know exactly not to cut you off. I know exactly what you said, but what I loved about it is like, I'm working on this new album. Now you got a couple of cuts off the album. Um, when hell freezes over. Yeah. Love it that so I, far. I would do at, at a lecture, I could do now by myself. Mm-hmm. I could create the artwork. I got an art dude that sits there, G, GFA Graphics, that could design anything I want him to design. Right. I could take one picture, have a photo shoot, put it in his computer. He could do whatever he needs to do with it. I love this. Mm-hmm. I love creating artwork. Mm-hmm. Boom. Then I could be in my studio right now. You can send me the record. I can record it. Send it back to you. You can mix it. I can send it to my dude to master the record for $125. Right. Back in the days, it was probably 1500 Right. Boom. Now, I did this out my house. So now that it's mixed, I can call the lady right now to see if I got a sample or whatever. I can call her right now at samples so her to clear my record, my single. Right? Mm-hmm. So she'll quote me, and I can come out my pocket and start paying for the sample if I got a sample. Right. Now, understand everything that I'm doing is something that a record label would do. Absolutely. And I'm cutting out the middleman, and I'm doing this straight myself. So after I clear the sample, I finally put my shit out. No, after I clear the sample, I got the video already done. I'm about to shoot it to Vimeo and YouTube at the same time. And... I'm on my social media and I'm telling everybody who really follows me 
Yo, my shit come out on Tuesday. Everybody go grab it and download it, and it hits YouTube in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you see that process? I definitely, I, I definitely see now, that process. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about it because the artwork is crazy, and everybody is getting it at the same time. And I did all this shit from my phone in my house. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, the record is fire, right? Yeah. Now the record is fire. Now my YouTube is at 150,000 in two days. Mm-hmm. Let's say I do that for the next, like really, I no, nobody's tampering with the numbers. I'm doing this for the next two days. Boom. By the time the month's over, I'm already at 600,000 downloads. Right. I monetized my downloads for that single. I put out a viral video, word wording video for it, right? Mm-hmm. So boom. Now, I've been in the game for so many years. I got the YouTube on lock. I got the Vimeo lock. I got all the digital platforms on lock. This is what I need. Now, if I'm believing in my single that much, I call my radio guy, and he tells me, yo, I can get this record popping for this certain amount of money. So I give him that certain amount of money. Now I'm back at radio, but I've been working my stuff now because everything is digital. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everybody knows where to get it from because they've been hearing it. Now now I pick 10 markets that I want the record to be blasted all over the country in. Mm. This is me. This is the, this is the, this is the CEO. This is the, the smart person that learned the industry. Yeah. So now I pay him, now my record is a success. So the man just wound up getting, giving me 7,900 spins in 10 markets. Now every record label is calling. Mm-hmm. Let's say I just moved 50,000 units just because I did that. Right. But I'm moving this, I'm moving this campaign for the next six months. Now I'm touring off of this and everything. I like that angle. I yeah. like that weight. Yeah. Because I'm in control of it. If I was signed to the record label, I wouldn't be in control of it. Right. Right. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I like being in control of my music. That's the difference. Right. Now, now you know, now you just you just basically dropped nothing but jewels for all the listeners, all of the uh artists out there. You dropped nothing but jewels and I was hoping that you would you you would put that out there like that, and you did that. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and right. and I really appreciate that because so many people don't really understand how to really work this stuff. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because the way right. you just broke that down, you just basically that that was a that was a fire blueprint. Right. From everything from start to, you know what I'm saying? Right. So basically, the world, the world, the world is in the palm of your hand. Pretty much. At your pace. Right. It only moves as fast as you move. So would you say? I hustle like that because I apply my hustle like that. Being around the Jay Zs and the Busters and the and the and the and the and the A&Rs and all the president people that I know at these record labels. That's how I think as an artist mm-hmm. now. Right. Then I didn't understand. Well, you were probably thinking as an artist then. Now, I mean, you you've grown. I mean, you got to think about that. You know, when you came, the time that you came in the game, you came in the game. You know, at this particular age, and then now, all the way up until now, you know, only a fool wouldn't be able to grasp all of the experiences and everything that you've been. I mean, you you were in the game where the game was just like. At an all time, I mean, just you know, everybody had individual. It was a good, was a good time for him. Ex- ex- oh my God! Ex- exactly. To be and then look at all of the 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 people that, like you said, you've worked with. I don't think people understand how legendary you are. When I say that, I mean that because I'm talking about you have worked with almost in everybody that you could possibly think of. I'm talking about on legendary statuses too. That and and God knows the people that you done wrote for. We're talking about history in the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to be able to see somebody like you, Busy Bone, 
all these different other legendary people still out here grinding up with the times, still banging out on that social media, promoting and, and, and doing all this type of stuff, man. That's, you know, how that, that's that's major motivation. Major Thank inspiration. You. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. And what I do, you know, now is, you know, I mentor a lot of new new artists. So, you know, mentoring, that keeps me alive. Sharing energy and information, that keeps me alive. I'm blessed for it. You know what I mean? Because, again, for those that want to know, I'll tell you. I'm never going to sugarcoat it. I know what the record labels want before you go into the record labels. I know all their blueprints. Right. I know how they sign in artists. I know how to do it. I know how to negotiate deals with these labels. I know how to cash the check. I know how to close it out. You know, I'm a, I'm a finisher. You know what I'm saying? I'm a dream finisher. Right. You know, it's something that I dreamt that I can finish. You know what I'm saying? Never leave a deal undone. Always be persistent. Right. Always move forward. You know, if you don't know something, we have the World Wide Web that'll tell you. You need a great attorney. You got to get a music attorney, not a regular attorney. Right. Two different laws. You know what I'm saying? Understand what you really want to do as an artist. You know, the word artist. You're an artist. Don't do it because somebody you've seen somebody else do it, then you're saying it's easy. It's not that easy when you out here and you got to go tour on your own. It's not that easy when that budget is coming out of your pocket on your own. So what? You're a hustler, and you're flipping your money to, for your career because you're believing in it. Don't. So what? You put up 30 bands. Maybe you put in the 30 bands in the wrong area. Ah. You didn't think about that, hustler. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to put, see, if I got 30 bands, if I got 30 bands right now and I got a single right now, I have the number one single in the country because I know the areas to put those 30 bands in. Mm -hmm. First thing I would do is hire a radio guy. That's number one. Then I would make sure my records are on all social media platforms. That's number two. Number three. If I ain't got no samples in the record, then it's good money. Then I'm free as clear. The producer get 100% and I get percent. Which means he get 50% and I get 50%. But technically, that's 100. Mm -hmm. Understand that math of, of the business. Then I make sure all my, circle, my, my, my social media platforms are all connected to my links and everything, my video, every movement that I got. I right. want you to see it as the artist. I want you to know that I got a record out. I don't want to have to twist my joint a million times. Mm -hmm. Or I'll go to Facebook ads and Instagram ads because they're the same people and then I'll put out ads on my single. Exactly. It stores right now on Facebook, Twitter, Urgeboo, Spotify, boom, 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 new Rampage single, boom. I'm giving you an example. Hmm. Little things that you could do with your money, you could triple, you could double. Damn, right. every few minutes I'm seeing this ad. This dude is really cool. Then when you check, when you go into the record label and they check in media base because they seeing how far you're going at radio because you picked out 10 markets that you dominate, even the markets you lived in, both stations are playing your records heavy because you hired the independent dude. Mm. So out of 30 bands, I would take some of that budget and give it to my independent radio guy. Now I'm quaking in the neighborhood. Now people want to book me. Now I can take some of that money and put it back in my project. Put it back in my project to fund my tour and my dates. And mm. then, this is what I would do. I'll book one date out of my money. I'll book one date, let everybody come in there for free, but certain things they got to pay for. Right. You know, you got to draw people to your marketing, to your brand. You are a brand. As an artist, you're a brand. Don't call yourself an artist. You're a brand. You're like Nike. You're like you're like Fubu. You're like you're like you're like uh, 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 you're like Gucci. You're like Fendi. You're mm -hmm. a brand. You made yourself into a brand. Right. You quit now. But you quit. You, you just spent your money in the wrong areas. Hmm. You know. You know what's dope too. What's dope is that you you're so tapped in. And even with being on the level that you're on right now um, of success and achievement, that you still are willing to share advice and give advice. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't do that. And, and you know, you and I both know that. A lot of people don't do that. Right. They don't. 
because I mean it is a different type I of atmosphere. I love our people, man. I'm a, I'm a keeper. I'm a realist. I right. love our people. It's called knowledge. Right. Anybody know anything about the five elements of hip hop? One of them is knowledge. You gotta understand your ways and what you're doing. You gotta be a lot of these young guys. Y'all listening to this? Understand your music business. Understand it's not that easy. Understand business. It's never personal. Ninety-five percent of business. The rest is the internet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta turn your dreams into reality. Stop dreaming. Wake up. It's real. You took the time out to make this record at your man's studio. Why is you letting it sit in the computer? Oh, How wow. do you like your project is coming out when it's never coming out? Never <laughs> work. Right. You got to turn your dream into reality. Man, that's dope. I'm, I'm serious. This is, this is going to be a must here. Um, I'm going to promote this a different type of way because I know a lot of people, man, that... that that that's in the music business that's that's doing music man and and trying to figure out different ways and different avenues and 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 they need to hear this thank you bro like seriously seriously like, this bro. Is what i do it's called knowledge i talk to the artist because i am an artist i can relate to any artist in the game i understand it's 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 it's, it's millions of ways on how you get into the industry but it's one way that you need to focus on that everything else will open for you if you do X, Y, and Z. Right. Dot your Y's, dot your T's, dot your P's, dot your C's, dot your A's. I'm using this as an example. Everything is, is an example. If you know how to flip drugs, then you know how to flip the music business. It's the same rules apply. Hmm. You just don't get high on your own supply. Right. You just keep it real with yourself. Do you like watch what you spend? Know what you're spending your money on. Don't go by talk. Go by actions. Let me show you, man. Every time somebody, every time they print up a new app on your phone, everybody wants to get the new app. Right. See how hard everybody breaks their neck to go get the new app, but they they scared to put up five hundred dollars for their career. Exactly. Facts. Or they wanna they wanna cut a corner. I could do it for two fifty when it's five hundred. Facts. But then when soon, 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 certain people say, yo, I got this. You, you, you since, the, since the Chinese is, is in control of it, you go buy it. But if the black person is, is in charge of it, nah, I'm going to think about it. Why do you if think that's so? For free, you would take it. Why do you think that's so, Ram? Because, because the, the world we live in is effed up. We need to get our morals right. We need to teach these babies. You can't teach grown people new tricks. Hmm. Nobody wants to learn. Everybody want it easy. Another example. Look at out all these girls on the Instagram. All these women. All right. these queens. Yeah, you're beautiful, right? Right. But notice one thing they all doing is showing ass. Exactly. <clears throat> you know why they showing ass? Because they know they're going to get that attention. You know why they showing ass? Because it's a marketing thing. You know they, why they showing ass? is because... They trying to get to that bag. You know why they showing that? Because they showing that beauty. But everything inside ain't always good. Right. But remember, Adam and Eve. Look who bit the apple. Wow. Look at it. Then look back on the internet. Look at all these women that, you know, showing themselves. Right. They showing themselves even more because they lie certain things in their mind. Certain people lack certain things in their mind. Information. Right. If you had the right information, that's with everybody. Everybody is selling their soul. We're not in the game to sell your soul. We want the truth to be told. Exactly. And I'm not just pointing out women. There's a lot of dudes on the gram. You know, that's, that's a part of the music world. That's a part of the industry. Everybody is doing this for entertainment. Everybody who talks on Instagram to their fans or who talks to their followers are considered, are they considered an internet influencer? Right. When you want, everybody who has an Instagram or Twitter account, whatever account you have, 
You are considered an influencer. You are welcoming people into your world. But there's a certain way that you can do things that you've got a lot of fan base. You got a lot of followers, right? Right. You in this one world, but you saying what you feel on your gram for today, then everybody's tweeting it and following it and reposting it. It's called, you're branding yourself. Right. People that do jokes and different things, they're branding themselves. You see a lot of dudes posting a lot of cartoons with classic hip-hop. You're branding yourself. So I don't I don't I don't really use Deep Freeze Entertainment anymore. I use the Heat Musical. Oh god. Gotcha. Now the Heat Musical, I'm gonna explain my musical. My musical consists of my DJs, the Heat DJs, um my Heat DJ pool, my um my Heat Communications, which is my radio stations. I own five digital radio stations through digital radio trackers, so big up to them digital radio tracker um and i also do marketing for them and i'm also the ambassador at crank's audio i have my own headphones oh wow so <clears throat> and the reason you know i stopped doing deep freeze I, I i you know i was i just wanted to come at the game a whole totally different way i started with one company but i jumped to another company that's just how i feel when you're right. that dope you can start new companies so anything you see with the heat music, if you're on the gram and you see heat DJs, heat music, uh, mix show madness, all that is under the heat. Because I'm here to bring the heat. I'm here to set the tone for the game. Right. It's like y'all like Live Nation, Rock Nation. You see these companies, you want to see my company, the heat musical. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm in television. I got a cartoon coming out. I got a reality show coming. Um... I'm working on a new album. I'm working on the Heat DJs conference calls where I take independent artists and I put them on the phone with major artists. And I got like 3,000 to 4,000 DJs on the call 
and I service your record around the country. Oh, that's dope. The heat DJ pool. That's dope. And you got to be specially invited. It's like a, a gang, you know what I'm saying? Secret society. The heat DJs. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking to close out 10,000 DJs in the next couple of months. I want to be the strongest DJ brand out there. And I'm the CEO. My man, Will Money, is the president. He's from Ohio, Cincinnati. So, you know, we, we, we taking over with the DJs, and I would love for you to be a Heat DJ. All bloggers, all DJs could be a Heat-affiliated DJ. Absolutely. Every month we jump on a conference call. I got major artists and independent artists, new artists sharing talent. This is what we do. We got to give back to these artists. To these people, we have to share the knowledge and the information. Man, we definitely so got to chop it up. Music Group is my new brand. Well, I tell you what, man, we we definitely gotta um, we definitely gotta chop it up about that because that that sounds real real interesting. And I, and I love I love the message behind it and the movement. I love that and would love to be a part of something like that, man. Definitely, definitely, definitely. You are in, brother. That's what we All need. bloggers, everybody that has a radio station independently, podcast, are allowed to join the Heat musical. We have a Heat DJ conference for all radio DJs, independent, major, all in one room. Wow. Guess what? We figure it out together. We are a network. So I'm building my new network when everybody else ain't built. Man, that's dope. What made you I'm think about that idea? People, kings and queens, I'm connecting them. Connecting the dots. Industry connection. What made you think about that? Because a lot of artists from my time and that's ahead of me are not giving that information out. They want to they show you, yo, I got this, but they don't want to teach it to you. Right, right. So... I believe in empowering our people. I want to empower our people. Man, that is musically. Yes. Any um any uh on the new music uh coming out. You know what, man? Let's go ahead on and take take a second real quick before we get to the end of the show to uh shout out anybody you want to shout out, family members, uh staff members, your crew, fans. Well, I, I I would like to shout out Everybody that's listening to this interview, I shout you out. Everybody follow me at The Real Rampage on Twitter and Instagram. Rampage The Last Boy Scout on Instagram. TDJ number one on Instagram. Um, my Facebook is Roger Rampage McNair. Follow me on my social media platform. You very respectful. You hit me, I hit you back. You DM me, I DM you back. Any questions you want to ask about anything, you can hit me up directly on my social media platform. Big up all promoters and people that want that's interested in doing verses with me. Make sure you know want to do shows or want me on your show, want me on your festival, want to want me to do records with your artists. If the artists want to do records with me, I'm open to do that. Make sure you hit my manager, Marche G at gmail that's m-a-r-s-h-e-a-g at gmail anybody wants to do interviews with me on your podcast radio shows blog hit up my publishers mj you can give them mj's information and we're gonna get it popping like that salute to all the family friends fans that have been showing the love over the years i am dropping a new album called when hell freezes over flip mode new album is done that's coming as well. So pick up to Lord Have Mercy, Rod Digger, Buster Rhymes, Baby Sham, Spliff Star, Scratch It Talk. New Flip Old album is definitely coming. Boom. Buster Rhymes' new album is definitely coming. And like I said, Rampage, I'm dropping two albums. When Hell Freezes Over Part 1 and Part 2, because I got a lot to say. And I will be dropping my album off my new streaming company, or my new streaming company called on earth streams that's coming too wow man you getting it in brother that's what i'm talking about right there you getting it in man 
That's what I'm talking about. You, so necessary out here. So necessary, man. I'm not going to even lie. Um, I had um, one more question I want to... Uh, if, if it's one thing that um, you could change, if you if you had an opportunity to change about the industry, man, like right now, what would that be? I would change originality. Everybody has to be an original. No duplication. No copying. Be yourself. I would change that. And let me ask you this. Um, last question. If you had an opportunity to speak to a room full of um, people who were looking for some advice, which you've been dropping jewels the whole show, um, and, and you had some words of encouragement that you can say to this room full of people, what would that be? Knowledge is key. God is good. Absolutely. Let's put them social platforms out there again, my brother, for the ways they can connect. So, my social platforms is, anybody want to get at me directly, at The Real Rampage, at Twitter and Instagram, Rampage The Last Boy Scout, Instagram, PDJ Number One, Instagram, Roger Rampage McNair, Facebook, let's get to it, this is your boy, Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Mode Squad, salute me when you see me. All the time, absolutely. Man, wishing you nothing but more blessings, more success. You got to come back on the platform again. Like I say, we're going to definitely chop it up. Um, we got to we gotta get busy on some stuff. Definitely, I'm trying to get, a, get uh, be a part of this movement and promote whatever you got going on. I need to be connected with that to get that stuff funneling through my platform as well. So you definitely got to come back on the show again, Ram. Definitely. Thank you, bro. Man, nothing but love, my brother. It's the Vibe Show. I'm your host, Kano the Don, the Vibe King, and my special guest, hip-hop legend, Flip Mode Squad member, the one and only Rampage. We out. Salute.